Welcome to another episode of Real Talk No Filter. This is your host, David. I have the lovely Renata, which um, has a very interesting story of how she transformed and traveled all over the world and became um, what she says on her uh, podcast, Wonder Woman. So, Renata, tell me about yourself. <laughs> Hi, first of all, that... I'm here today on this podcast. I'm really excited. So um, yeah, my name is Renata. I'm originally from Germany. I'm living in Brisbane, Australia at the moment. And um, yeah, I'm a coach. Um, I'm a women's coach and I'm also a Reiki healer. And um, yeah, I'm usually helping women to overcome anxiety and fear to make confident decisions for themselves. And it's basically I'm helping women um, what I've been through so I uh, overcame a lot of fears shame a lot of things in my life so that's what I'm here for now I feel like it's my desire to really um yeah help women to recognize that they have a power in them and a wonder woman because I think we we all have a wonder woman or like a superhero inside of us but sometimes we forget it <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how that says because um, I love the idea of the superhero. I'm a big, I used to, I used to love Batman and Batman was like my character. And after a while, I'm like, I don't like him no more. So I became, I'm like, you know what? I looked at different Marvel characters and I'm like, you know what? I like DC better. So I went over to Superman. I'm like, Superman is my guy. He comes in there. I love when he takes off all that power and so on and so forth. Um, I just want to, one thing that I've actually learned um, from saying all this was I positioned myself to start making inspirational quotes. And one of my inspirational quotes that I wrote, and I have little stickies all over my wall over here, it says, when you decide to stand on top of the world, you do not fear what is in it. Mm. And I love that expression. And now that I think about it with that Superman men mentality, and um, he really does stand at the peak of the world and he waits and listens out for someone calling for Superman and then he dives in and 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 saves them. I'm not saying I'm gonna dive in and save people um, like Superman, but I just have that, I wanna, I'm trying to develop that personification to be standing on top of the world and not worrying about um, this and that, uh, but really just moving forward. Mm. So that's my, my current mentality on that. But um, back to Renata. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can so resonate with that. You know, I love superhero movies. I always love Marvel movies. I love mm. to see movies. I also switch between them. You know, I recently watched Justice League. Oh, and yes. that, oh it was so good. <laughs> 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 it's just like, you know, I just love it. You know, especially when um superheroes working together. I always loved Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's I think I love every movie. Every Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we should one day do a podcast of us just us just like doing talking about all Marvel movies and DC. That'll be that'll be pretty cool. That'll be pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh my god, I would be in it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It's uh big passion. <laughs> yeah. Um going back towards your story, you mentioned um going through a hard time, going through shame. And then going through um, your Reiki healing, uh, traveling the world. Um, tell me more about that. Yes, for sure. So um, 
well, where should I start? You know, sometimes it's it's funny when people say, yeah, tell me about your story because I would just love to even tell them about my childhood a bit. <laughs> so um, maybe a little bit about me too before that all kind of started. So I was um, a kid at school which uh, was really, really shy and I always thought I don't really have anything to say. Um, I didn't have any friends at school. Um, but then um, it was really interesting. I think when I was around 12 or 13, I decided to, to go out and um, join a lot of clubs and to, to get a lot of friends because mm. I came to the conclusion, I think I actually have to go out and do things um, because sometimes we think everything comes to us and um, that's just how the world works. And I don't have to do anything. So I always thought there's something wrong with me and that, um, you know, nobody wants to be a friend of mine. But then I decided, no, go out and try to get friends or try to, to build relationships. And that's what I did, basically. So I took action and I joined volleyball club, theater club. I joined so many clubs. And then I suddenly had a lot of friends. And I always thought that's not really possible for me. And it's really interesting because that kind of followed me throughout my whole life that, um, you know, this reconditioning of old paradigms of society's beliefs, that's how the world looks like. But I was always different. And um, so when I was 18, after my A-levels, I decided uh, to travel to New Zealand. Mm. Um, so instead of studying, I decided to travel the world. <laughs> and, you know, and I was, that was always my biggest dream. But the funny thing is, um, before traveling to New Zealand, I actually thought I can't go to New Zealand because I didn't have enough money. <laughs> um, I was coming from quite a poor family. And I thought, you know, I just couldn't afford going to New Zealand. It was like 2,000, 3,000 euros back then. Mm. And, and then luckily I got accepted to uh, work for Mercedes-Benz for a month, which really, you know, it, it allowed me to go to New Zealand then. You get really good money for Mercedes-Benz. Um, and then I went to New Zealand. Uh, I did nine months of traveling New Zealand. And that completely changed my life. Um, so first of all, when I got to New Zealand, um, I actually had a car crash. Oh, wow. So I was in a car accident. And um, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. You know, you, you come into a new country and it was after a couple of days, we rented a car and that one of our drivers, he was not really used to the streets in New Zealand. And then a bus hit us. Oh, wow. Um, and I was sitting on the side where the bus hit us in, in the car. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember anything from the accident. I can't remember anything. You know, I just, I woke up in hospital. Yeah. And I was seeing my friends. And they were all like really worried. And I'm like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> you know, <I'm> like, <laughs> and then I actually, I remember I started crying because they said to me that, um, you know, my, the clothes I was wearing, they're all broken because of the accident. 
And I was crying because of that. I was like, oh, no, I love my clothes. No. <laughs> you know, and I didn't even care about what happened to me because I was like, no. <laughs> um, but it was it was interesting because it um, it gave me a hard lesson in a way. Um, and I think for weeks, I was not really feeling well. I couldn't do much. I was not yeah I was supposed to rest and I'm a person I'm really fast paced and I you know I love to do things I love to go out and um, so I feel really restricted and um, so I actually thought oh why am I in New Zealand I just want to go back to Germany yeah and it was so frustrating for me but then suddenly um, I think also back then I was still with a boyfriend from Germany, but then we broke up uh, also around the time when I had the accident. So I think mm -hmm. that was a bit hard for me too, because I was like, oh, a breakup, the accident. And I just felt a bit lost in myself. Um, but suddenly, you know, you just get to know more people and the more you, you share your story and the, the more you go out, um, yeah, I felt more, more connected and also just, yeah, I think I was just experiencing life from another perspective because in Germany, the life is so different. It's yes, so different yes. from New Zealand or I guess even from Canada where you live. Um, so I realized that you can live life in a much more easier way much more lighter way and there's so many possibilities out there and you actually don't have to do what society says you should do you should go to university you should get a job and then you have a family no it's like you can build your life on your own terms mm -hmm. and then we met so many people on the way and it was it was such a cool time you know because I I really went out of my comfort zone and I did things that I never done before. So I hitchhiked and I was a bit scary at first. You know, I was hitchhiking through New Zealand and, but I loved it so much. You know, I just, you meet these people in the, in the car and you would have never met them before. Yeah. 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 And you, you just, um, you know, it's just wonderful, lovely people. And then you hear their stories about their own life and you realize that this world is so big and it's, it, it's so massive. And it's, it's like your, your mindset is shifting yeah. and you expand your vision. And yeah, it's incredible. So I was in New Zealand for nine months. I met my um, ex-partner there and, um, yeah, so we, we also traveled the South Island in New Zealand for a month or so. And that was really cool too. We couch surfed at some places and couch surfing is a great way to, you know, connect with people as well. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah to, to stay at places for free. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's amazing. It's, it's so cool. And the, the cultural exchange is amazing too. Um, so we did that for a while and, you know, just when I reflect back, I always, re I always 
realize there's some sort of connection when you travel or that you've been guided in some sort of way and that it all made so much sense that mm. you know things sometimes aren't working out but then you've been guided to something else and then you realize oh that's the reason why that happened because otherwise you would have never met that person yep. and yep. you never had that you would have never had that experience in your life and that was so amazing for me to say uh, to see because I actually uh, shifted my whole perspective on, you know, the universe and God and that actually, you know, the, the universe is guarding us and that we're all connected in some sort of way. And then I went back to Germany. I felt like a different person. And, you know, a lot of my friends that went to university and they couldn't really understand what I've been through. Um, and... Yeah, so it was really hard for me to to be in one place again because I just made this massive um, experience, and my uh, my partner he he flew to Germany for me, and we um, traveled six months Europe together, and that was that was incredible too because we just had two thousand euros, <laughs> and we had like no clue how we should do that we, we had like absolutely no clue how we should survive <laughs> two thousand euros <laughs> six months traveling mm. you know like so many people would say how did you do that like they they would spend like ten thousand or more on accommodation on food or anything right but um i think it really <laughs> it pressured us to to think big and to think out of our yeah our um to go out of our comfort zone yeah and to do to things very creative in a sense yes yeah yeah we became like so creative and you know kind of really inventive we're like okay how can we make that possible mm -hmm. and then um yeah we we did a lot of couch surfing i remember we i think we did mostly couch surfing and then we did a lot of work away, which is yeah. like working on organic farms or you do other things. Mm -hmm. Maybe you know that. Yeah, um, yeah. One of my friends, um, he likes to travel. And what he does, he takes like a $10,000 uh, loan out. And mm -hmm. then he goes and travels. And then he goes and works in that country, like where uh, he wants to travel, just to pay up the 10000 loan and then come back. Oh, so wow. That's, that's, that's his way of actually just traveling the world. So I'm like, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yes, that's a cool way to do it, actually. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there's just, you know, there's so many ways you can actually travel. Mm -hmm. And I think um, so many friends also ask me, how can you do that? Because they think you, you have to save so much money and then you can go traveling. But you actually don't have to have a lot of money. You you just have to take the action. You, you have to be willing to to go traveling and then on mm. the way you will meet people um, who give you maybe some ideas on how to save money and we you know I think we learned so much on the way so so much and we did this incredible route so we started in the south of Germany then we went to Austria I think we couch surfed in Austria we did a bit of work away 
and I um I taught a refugee German for a week. Oh, wow. yeah. That was really cool. That was um, awesome. I, yes, I think that was actually around a time when a lot of refugees had to flee from mm -hmm. um, Syria. So it was really interesting times to um because after that we went to Turkey and I think it was um one month after a bomb was going off in Istanbul mm -hmm. and we actually were there where it happened and there were so many refugees already in Turkey and you know it was it was really intense like we were a bit scared yeah, um yeah. and yeah it was it was just amazing because also on the way you meet people who can also um help you and um i remember there was this one turkish man and he drove us 10 hours from romania to turkey and it was you know it was incredible just because we i think we did some work away uh, for his family Mm. and I looked after the daughter and taught her some German and then he's like oh yeah I'm driving to Turkey next week you know and then you see these signs and then you act on them and you're like oh, can we go with you you know mm. and then it was incredible so we um we drove to Turkey with him and we drove through Bulgaria so we saw Bulgaria on the way and then we were at the border into Turkey and Turkey is a total different life as well it's so different from our western culture yep yep have you ever been to turkey or no i've i've seen like i've seen like pictures and videos of turkey itself and i which i fully agree with you it looks very um uh like the buildings are very different i think it, it looks very pleasant just by looking at it um one thing that i would like to say though is i believe that if you never took your leap in when you're 12 and 13 and like from holding yourself back and actually putting yourself out there, I don't think you'll actually have all these adventures that you're mm -hmm. actually having. So it'll be it'll be very interesting to see in the in going back to Marvel, the multi-universe. Um, if you never took that route in life to actually make that jump and leap and make yourself out there, what your life would actually be like. Mm -hmm. So that'll be that'll be that's that's actually interesting though. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's what I sometimes think too, you know, because I was Back then, you know, when you're so young, you, of course, don't really go out much because, I don't know, it's just like something you don't really do. But I I had like an inner knowing or like an intuition which was saying to me, I just, you know, try out a few things. And, and then suddenly, you know, I had this incredible teenager life with so many friends with so many experiences I almost had too many friends <laughs> back then you know it was it was so funny because a lot of my friends were like oh my god you're always on the road and you always do something you know and then I sometimes had to realize like oh my god like a few years before that when I was like so shy and had any friends it was so different because I thought I don't have anything to say I don't have anything to share and it is really interesting because I think our childhood and especially our school time really um, shapes us in the way we act in this world and also shapes us how we act with um, other people and communities and with, with, yeah, with anything in, in the world, really. Um, so that was a huge time for me. And 
you know, sometimes I, yeah, I don't even look back, but it's really good to remind yourself that, yeah, yeah what, what would actually happen if, if I wouldn't have took that step? Um, it's, yeah, and I think everyone can ask that question to themselves. Like when you wouldn't have took that decision to maybe mm -hmm. go to another country or, you know, um, I don't know, maybe it is actually you um, um, doing, going to university, you know, and studying something. And maybe that's what you're meant to do here as well. So I think for me, it's also important to see that, you know, I'm just different and I do things differently, mm. but um, not everyone is maybe here to do that or not everyone is, um, you know, what, how should I say? That <laughs> um, everyone is on the same path in that yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I just have to go through different pains, different struggles to help people who maybe go through the same things mm. um, and to guide them out of that and to show them a different way, hey, that's a different way of living. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I am just different. And I think back then it was really hard for me to accept the fact that I'm different because I always wanted to be part of something. I always wanted to be part of, you know, the, the normal world or what we, what we, name is normal you know <laughs> um but what is normal anyway you know it's it's subjective and you're right because no one knows what normal is normal is very it's like saying what is beautiful right mm. it's uh something like a word like beautiful what is what is normal um those things it's very subjective on the eyes of the beholder right uh mm. we don't know what normal is it's normal could just be someone that has um, ADD, for example, um, or mental um, issue, they might look at world and how what they're doing is normal, while the world looks at them like, no, that's not normal, mm -hmm. right? Um, so those things, it's very subjective in, in, in that sense of what is normal and what is beautiful. Um, so it's very interesting, um, just the words that we use some days, we have to kind of really look at it and say, is it a world that is universal to everybody? Or is it a word just for a specific group of people? Mm. And that's different because if you look at, let's say, the animal kingdom, you could see all these animals and they're all shaped differently and so on and so forth. They don't look at each other and think, hey, you're different than I am. If a lion looks at another lion and let's say half its mane, it's gone, still a lion, no matter what. <laughs> it still has its teeth, it still has its claws, it still, it still yeah. growls the same way. Mm -hmm. There's no... There's no difference. And mm. I think, um, and I've mentioned this in my previous podcast, it's a fact that we, we throw labels onto each other mm. and just either make yourself look more superior than others. Mm. And that's the biggest key um, with these podcasts is the fact that, guess what? At the end of the day, we might label each other, but we're human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we still make mistakes, you know, we, we still. Exactly. We, we, we actually still are the same, you know, we mm. all have emotions in us, you know, and I think to, to accept our humanness and that we, we, you know, we, we fall, we rise up again. And that's just like the, the normal thing of life. Like we suffer to learn things, yeah. you know, we sometimes have to go through a lot of suffering to just 
you know, look back and think, oh my God, that was actually my greatest gift. You know, that mm -hmm. was the, 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 the best thing that could have happened to me. And when you come to that conclusion that actually life is happening for you, uh, instead of thinking life is happening against you, I think that's when you realize that you actually have so much power and you can create the world you want and the, the world like you desire. And there is there, there are actually no lim limitations out there. It's just the limitations you put on yourself and also the conditioning from your past, but to really de-link yourself from all the things you've learned and yep. yeah, like relearn everything, like how to do things and that you, you know, you don't have to be always in your masculine and you have to get things done and, mm -hmm. um, you know, all these, that's the structure and, and that's for everyone and you should do it like that too. No, it's actually not like that. Everyone can have their own opinion, yep. you know? Mm. Um, one thing I, I need to understand, um, you mentioned that you're more free in New Zealand slash Australia than you were in Germany. Mm. Is that how it is in Germany? And honestly, I don't know what Germany is about. Um, in a westernized um, look of Germany, for example, or Russia, um, it, it seems like a very structured country and there's mm. not much freedom that's there to give each person to have that freedom to express themselves. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm more than willing to learn. Yes. So, um, um, yeah, it is restructured, really you know, we, we have our structures, we have our routines and, um, I'm from the South and it's mm. really, it's really interesting because, um, even when you're in Germany, um, the, the South has something against the North people, you know, <laughs> and the North people say something about the South and, you know, and they say about our South people <laughs> that we complain a lot and, you know, we, um, we're really negative and that the North people are really relaxed, but it's funny when we're there, we think the North people are really complaining and <laughs> it's, oh, oh my gosh, it's just like, it's, it's really funny. Like, I think, you know, or where I used to live, yeah, people think in a box and mm -hmm. it's, it's not much, yeah, there are not many ideas really, you know, and I think I felt more free in New Zealand and Australia. I just like the energy here. It's such more, it's, for me, it's much more freedom and um, ability to express yourself and to be how you are. Mm. Um, I felt in Germany because I'm such a free spirit I'm so open-minded. I just didn't like the structure. I just didn't like to be put in a box, you know, I'm too loud or I'm talking too much or I'm too sensitive or I'm too much that, 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 whatever. Um, and um, it is actually quite typical for a German person, you know, that they say to you, you know, your, your language is so funny and you, you talk so much and you talk so loud and you're so expressive. But it's so funny when you're in that culture, you feel like you're not belonging for, for some reason. And um, that's just how I felt. And that's my experience with it. Mm. And I know that a lot of Germans who travel as well, they have the same experience. And um, they say they feel so different when they're traveling. They feel so much more accepted and they're so, so, so much more open than they were back in Germany. And I do love my home country and I do love my language. And there's something really nice about, 
you know, your mother language and mm-hmm. where you're coming from. So I really honor that part um, because when I was 18, I started to hate Germany. You know, I started to hate that I was coming from this country um, and everyone can just associate the World War II with it, <laughs> you know, in the Nazi time. And um, and for me, you know, I always saw myself more living on an island and kind of like easygoing. And um, I don't know, you know, just, <sighs> yeah, like a bird, you know, being free. And as I said, yeah <laughs> you, seem very yes. free. you seem very relaxed and and which is fantastic um mm. it's very interesting that you're saying this um it's just the fact that like when we get that notion of germany it's very structured and, and i'm glad mm. to i'm not glad to hear that it's like that um it's my mind right now is, is all over the place with that um it's just i just wish that people were more free yeah. And could be able to express themselves. I know um, there's other countries like North Korea, for example, that's a structured um, country itself. And like you mentioned, they don't like the South and the South, the South don't like them. Um, yeah. So these things, I, I find it, especially growing up in North America, it's, it's interesting to hear because mm. we don't experience those things here. Yeah. And it's, yeah, that's so interesting. That's what I've learned too when I was traveling, you know, that, uh it's like every country is so different and they they're so open and they they can say anything they want and in Mm -hmm. germany it's like you you have to be polite the good girl you know um don't go don't go against the rules and um you know i mean it also depends where you live i think berlin is like much more open and multicultural and it's really different there but yeah, where I was coming from, that was really close to Stuttgart. And uh, we, we say it was the Schwabenländle. So we, we call each other Schwaben. We have like a different accent. And, you know, it's it's just funny, you know, when I look at my grandparents, um, they just had to really fight for their freedom because mm-hmm. they were uh, growing up during the war time. So I think it's just their whole energy is still in in Germany, I would say, you know, the whole past, it's almost like, or I think, especially the generation from my grandparents, they're still in this, you know, we have to control and we have to fight for our freedom. And, um, you know, it has to be like this. And otherwise, I think they, they maybe couldn't cope with so much freedom, you know, and it's just, it was a different time back then. But I think it, it, it is still kind of in the air in some yeah. certain parts and um i think it will change um during the times and the whole world is changing i think with covid anyway mm-hmm. um that it will change a lot in our society um but you know i'm just i'm just so amazed when you go to new zealand like the people are so friendly so open australians so laid back so relaxed and i'm like wow okay I can be relaxed I can like wow that's amazing (laughs) you know it's possible (laughs) I don't have to be like so stern and structured and you know control everything it's like no you can let go and you just you know see what your life brings you know to you it's much more ease Mm -hmm. yeah 
So through all your travels and your, um, I'll get hardships and so on and so forth, um, you made a name for yourself and you created a program, if I'm not mistaken, um, mm -hmm. to help women to express themselves. Um, so can you talk about that as well? Yes, for sure. So, um, yeah, I created my own um, coaching business about two years ago, and that was for me something which was on my heart for so long because I I loved always. I think I was always a coach to people, mm. you know. Actually, always my friends came to me and they asked me for questions and guidance, whatever I did. I was almost always like kind of like a mentor for like my friends or younger people or sometimes even older people, which I'm really surprised. Um, and yeah, so I started doing that and it was really interesting because I started my coaching business with not really knowing how to actually be a coach you know I didn't do any certification and um, I had um, another business coach that I hired and she showed me a bit you know how to run a business and how to start it up and stuff but I was really yeah I was starting in like in a cold sea I would say you know I was just like put 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 it out there you know that's but that's what I do you know I put myself out there and see what happens <laughs> and that's you know, this is just always how I've been, you know, I just, I learned by making mistakes and failures and, um, you know, it was really interesting. Um, at the beginning, um, I didn't know where to start. And then I switched into speaking English to reach more people. Mm -hmm. And, um, then, you know, after a while, it actually takes a lot of time, you know, um, for those out there who also have an online coaching business, it really takes a lot of time, a lot of patience, and you don't get clients straight away. Mm -hmm. And you also don't really know at the beginning who you're speaking to and what your niche is, really. Um, so that really comes after time. And then, you know, slowly after a while, I just gave a lot of free coaching sessions. And um, then I... Yeah, it was interesting. I always attracted women into my life who were um, who had kids. It was yeah. always um, women with kids, and they they always struggled, you know, with the, their time and um, just the balance. And I just helped them guide them through, you know, kind of their womanhood. Although I didn't really had kids, <laughs> so it was really interesting, you know, that they gave me so much trust, and that gave um, I yeah, I gained so much trust in coaching because I realized people really open up to, to me and that was so wonderful to see. And then I, you know, I just had this calling to create this program. Um, I think it was this year um, and it just came to me and I did a lot of uh, workshops on healing your heart, so a lot of forgiveness work opening up your heart and um, letting go of your past um, traumas. And I, it really became my mission and my big mm -hmm. vision to help as many people as possible to heal their hearts. And I created this Wonder Woman program and this, this name, you know, it just came to me because it just, I, I just clicked with me straight away. And I actually watched the second a movie of Wonder Woman, I think yeah. Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I was um, in the cinema, was watching the movie, 
And at the end, I just cried because I could see myself in Wonder Woman so much. Like I can, it's almost like I could feel her, her power, her mission, her vision. And I'm like, oh my God, that's, I, that's what I would love to put in a program. So people um, realize that by healing the heart, by letting go, they can activate their own inner superpowers again. And especially women, I think we, you know, we sometimes don't realize that we, we don't have to always mother everyone around us. Like we really have to um, look after ourselves sometimes. And um, there's so much power within us and um, so much strength. And yes, and then I created this wonderful um, coaching program where I guide women through reclaiming their power and um, yeah, creating their the the life in their own terms and mm-hmm. um, the life that they desire. Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 wonderful because I feel like you know in this Wonder Woman world anything is possible. It's like a magical world, and I think a lot of times we be, we don't believe in miracles anymore. We don't believe in magic, but once we actually tap into something that we can't explain and surrender and I think especially also energy healing so I became an energy healer and that was actually when I was in Canada um and I did a Reiki course Reiki certification and um and then also when I was in Adelaide Australia I um I did my Reiki level two Mm-hmm. And that opened myself up to a whole different world. And I got really sensitive to energies, helped a lot of people uh, through distance Reiki sessions, for example. Um, and yes, and so I combined that now in this Wonder Woman program. So I, I teach about spirituality, about the energetics. So about really being first the Wonder Woman and then taking the action from that space. Because I do believe that you, you know, you first have to cultivate that energy inside of you to do all these things. In our society, we think we have to first do all the things and then we can be. But you have to first, you have to be first and then you can do. And then you, you know, you embody that, what you, what you are. basically that is awesome um it's funny because um i'm gonna my previous con like i did a podcast this morning and Mm. one thing that the person said is that we're so busy doing that we forget to be Mm. and i like that the fact that you touched base on that as well is that we have to be before we do and Mm. that's a bait that's a full thing about being it's called human being not human doing Mm. so that's actually i like the i like that you've never youtube never met before i haven't even published that one yet so it's very interesting that you said the same thing that's that's actually interesting i I like that i like that wow yeah but that's the thing though you know um what i also realized in my work or when i'm doing podcast interviews like i sometimes pick up things you know it's Mm. it's like your intuition is working for you in that moment and Mm. you're kind of tapping into something that you can't explain you know and then you talk about the same thing as the other person did and it's almost like how 
is that actually possible like how can you rationalize that in your mind mm. you know it's but it, that is something you can't explain and that's like the that's the magic you know mm. that we humans forgot that it's 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 in here you know it's in this life and if we you know tap back into our superpowers and we we you know we really believe in ourselves again and we actually think oh my god we can you can uh, we, we can be superhuman mm -hmm. you know we we can make ourselves like that and yeah anything is possible you know it's it's oh it's like a, a different world then you know yeah. it's yeah. um that's very true yeah yeah that's awesome um final thoughts anything that you'd like to share or do i miss anything you know what i what i've learned throughout my my journey throughout my healing journey is that everything lies within you everything starts within you so um i remember that when i was younger i always i was like a chameleon so i always did what the other people did Mm -hmm. um i adapted myself really quickly i'm also a gemini so i adapt myself quickly to my environments mm -hmm. and i actually can become like the person i'm with which is interesting when you're in you know when you have really close friends or uh, a partnership because then after a while you're like oh god i i'm like them <laughs> it's really interesting <laughs> um but um yeah what i want to say with that is that I think we have to come back to ourselves really by disconnecting from the outside world, by not always looking um, at what everyone else is doing and really think about what do I want? Who do I want to be in this mm -hmm. lifetime? Because if you're just a copycat of someone else's life, other people will notice that. And subconsciously, and energetically, other people will feel that and they don't really know you. So other people will never get to know you, how you really are. It will be really hard for you to get really intimate relationships. Um, will be really hard for you to open up and show your vulnerability. And so first of all, everything starts within yourself. Yep. And then also, yeah, be vulnerable, you know, share your story, share your pains and um, share your voice more. I think so many times we've been suppressed in our mm -hmm. society by not speaking up for our own truth and speaking for what is really important for us. So um, I'm a really, really big um, advocate. I think, can, can I say that? A big advocate for like, you know, yep. speaking up and um, speaking your truth and um, saying what's, what's, yeah, what resonates with you. And it's a long, it's a long, long journey, but it's a journey back home to yourself. And when you remember who you truly are in your essence, that you're magnificent, that you're worthy, and that no one can actually de de determine your worth and no one can decide how much you're worth or how much you're good enough, because you are the person who decides that first, um, then you can start to share it with others. And we can, you know, we can all come back together as a community, as a collective. And we realize that, wow, as, especially as a community, we can make big shifts happen. 
So what I also learned is there's so much power by people coming together with the same mindset, with mm. the same beliefs, with the same values. And then that's when you can move mountains and you make things, um, impossible things possible. And, you know, I think especially this year is about, you know, that we, we have to, we have to come together and I think through this whole virus, we, we think we're also separate and we don't, you know, we, we don't want to be in contact anymore, but more than ever, I think this earth really needs healing, mm. you know, and healing for me means coming back, coming back together. And yes, um, these are my final thoughts for today. <laughs> I hope that makes sense what I said. That works. <laughs> Well, um, like always, this is Chainsaw Phoenix, a.k.a. David, um, with another podcast. Thank you so much, Renata, for this. Thank you so much that I was here on your podcast. And yeah, thank you. <laughs>